Welcome back to the DevRev. I'm Charles Maxwood. We are going to be talking about podcasting over the next couple of episodes. Um, the, this kind of came out of a conversation that I was having with my friend Manny. Um, if you listen to Entreprogrammers, you're probably a little bit familiar with him. But just kind of fill you in a little bit. Um, we were talking about podcasting and, hey, how it can help you get paid more, how it can help you get... Um, a higher rate as a freelancer. And one of the people that was on the call when he brought that up was like, yeah, how, how do you get a higher rate as a freelancer? And I'm sitting there going, ding, 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 ding. I know the answer to this. Uh, cause I did it right. I started, uh, I went freelance in September of 2010 and we started Ruby rogues in May of 2011. Now there are a few things that I kind of want to address here, but the main thing is is that your podcast is essentially a mechanism for proving to your potential clients that you're the person they want to hire, right? You're the person that is going to deliver for them. You have the capability and they trust you to do the job, right? <clears throat> uh, we keep hearing no like and trust, right? So they feel like they know you. They feel like they like you. They feel like they trust you. But it's also social proof, right? Um, in the sense that they can go listen to a handful of episodes come away feeling like they know you and feeling like they know you can do the job, okay? So if you're going to do podcasts to grow your freelance business, there are two ways to do this. And I've, I've had conversations with a couple of different people about this, and I've done it myself, okay? So the first way to do the podcast is to interview your customers as part of your podcast, okay? Um, I did a podcast growth summit in December of 2020. And so if you're listening, that was fairly recent. If, if you're listening to this when I put this out. But anyway, um, I talked to a guy named Jamie Atkinson, and he talked about pitching to people that you bring on the podcast, right? And so what he recommended, and he's had students of his do, and what I've worked with a few other people to do is you bring the people onto the show that you want to work with or work for, right? So you you bring these people on and you go, hey, you want to come on my podcast and talk about what you do, right? And so you bring them on and you talk to them and you coach them a little bit, right? And then after you get off the call, hey, thanks. That was awesome. How do people find you on Twitter? Blah, 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 right? You do all that stuff. And then you end the call, which is usually I say max out everybody, right? Because that's my thing. Um, but then after the call, then you start talking to them and you go, you know, I... I really, you know, feel like I can help you out, right? And you start having the conversation about how you can help them. And you either try and get them to ask you, you know, how you can help. Or you just pitch them and say, look, it seems like you could really benefit from the services I offer, right? So if you're a developer and you're good at developing financial solutions, let's say, and you've had somebody from kind of your ideal client come on, then you can start talking to them and say, look, I've worked with other companies that do what you do. And I really feel like you're missing an opportunity here if you're not, you know, taking advantage of it. Right. So we could do this for you. We could do this for you. We can do this for you. And this usually brings this kind of value and this kind of value and this kind of value. Are you interested in exploring a little bit more? And if so, you can either set up another call, right? where you actually sit down and put put out some kind of proposal 
Or you can just do it right there and have the proposal already ready. Or, you know, maybe you have different tiers of service you offer. And so you just talk to them about the tier you think makes the most sense. But that is one strategy for finding customers through the podcast. And what's interesting is, is that you've just had a conversation with them, right? And you sent, you basically did the first part of a regular sales call with them, except that they're the star of the show instead of your product, right? Or whatever it is that you're offering. And so they're already warmed up. They're already ready to go. And so all you have to do at the end of the day is pitch them on your product. But the thing is, is that you've already built all that rapport. You are in the perfect place to make this sale. And so since they already believe that you can deliver what you're offering, what you do is you pitch them and you can pitch them at a higher price than if you called them up cold on the phone and said, hey, are you interested in what I have to offer? Because if you call them up cold on the phone, they don't have any reason to trust you. They don't know you. They don't have any idea who you are. And they don't know if you can actually deliver what you're offering. And so they've got to go run it up the flagpole and they're going to go to their boss and they're going to say, boss, do we need this? Right? Boss, do we even care? But if you get them on the phone with you and you have that conversation right after you built them up and talked about what they do and talked about what they're good at and, and offered some advice and a little bit of coaching, right? So you can either bring them on and coach them or you can bring them on and talk about what they're doing right. Either of those work, right? And then you parlay that into what you do and how you can help, right? So you, you do a little bit of coaching on the back end and then you pitch them on your product. But because you have this rapport, they feel like they know you. They've talked to you for the last hour. They know that you're capable because you've had this conversation and you've proven that you know about what they do. Then it's a completely different sale. And you can definitely ask for more because one, you already have an advocate at that company, right? Because you just talked to them for an hour. Two, they already know that you know what you're talking about and they trust you because you just spent an hour building that trust. And so they're going to go to their boss and instead of saying, boss, do we care about this? They're going to show up and they're going to say, boss, we care about this, right? We need this solution. We need this to pay off in this way. And they're going to explain to their boss or their decision maker, or maybe they are the decision maker, right? And they're going to pull the trigger and they're way more likely to do that. And so my experience as a freelancer is that I would go sometimes a month without work. <clears throat> and if I'm lining up work down the line, and then I'm lining up work so much work that I have to hire somebody to do some of the work, you can easily double your income. The other thing is, is like I said, you can ask for more because they trust you, right? They don't have to go shop around. They don't want any of those other people anyway, because you're their friend and you can deliver for them. And so then all you have to do is not screw it up. In other words, you have to actually be good at what you're doing and deliver. And so anyway, this, this is what I'm talking about when we're talking about the podcast and we're talking about the opportunities that's open, that opens up. And yeah, I have other strategies if you're in a full-time job, right? Because, you know, you're not actually doing this, but these principles all apply, right? If you have a podcast and you know that you want to go work at a particular company for a particular CEO or things like that, you can use the same strategy, right? So it applies both ways, but freelancing, it's very obvious, right? 
So if you're looking at, okay, and I've had people too, I've coached, uh, there was one guy I coached. He said, look, my goal is to work for one of the big three companies. He was talking like Facebook, Amazon, Google, um, Microsoft, maybe he wanted to work for a big company like that. Right. And he wanted to not just work for him, but he wanted to be one of their key people. And so my thing was, if you want to work for people there, yeah, start a podcast, start interviewing. I mean, anybody you can get from the companies to begin with, right? But then start working on their bosses, right? The developer managers, directors of engineering, et cetera, et cetera. And just interview them about who they want to hire, right? So you can make it the, what is the awesomest programmer in the world show, right? And then you just bring in these people and say, okay, when you're hiring, what are you looking for, right? What projects are you working on? What, what technologies are you using, right? And they're going to tell you exactly what you have to do to get hired at those places. Not only that, but when you email them in a few months, because you finally got your ducks in a row and you've got a lot of those skills and you come to apply, they already have a friendly bias toward you, right? And so then you go work for Google and you get a $50,000 a year raise or, you know, however that works out, right? So what we're talking about here is essentially building the relationships and then making the sales pitch at the end of the day to either bring in the freelance income or to pitch them to hire you to get that job, okay? And if you're doing that, that I mean, this alone, I'm probably make, making people hundreds of thousands of dollars more a year across anybody who uses these techniques. But that's how this works. That's how podcasts help you get these jobs, okay? So I'm gonna wrap it up here. But if you know what you want, if you know who you wanna work for, be it freelance clients or corporate, then go start your podcast or come join the mastermind because I'm going to teach everybody how to do this, right? You have a hit show, makes it a whole lot easier for them to go, yeah, that guy, he knows what he's doing, knows what he's talking about, or that gal, right? Knows what she's doing, knows what she's talking about. Makes it really easy pitch for a director of engineering to say, you want this person on your team? Yeah. And so then it works out, you get what you want, and you can probably negotiate most of the things that you care about with your salary and benefits and all that stuff, or work out the terms so that they work for both you and your client when you're freelancing. All right, I'm already at 10 minutes. I'm gonna rock out of here. Max out, everybody.